Hello, John. Hey. Can you hear me? I can. Uh, so I'm Stephen from The Rock Show on Pure 24-7 Radio. And my first question is, what drives you to make the stand or what motivates you to make the stand that you have made in writing this book? Well, it's good to have a, a Brit on here. <laughs> good to hear your, your voice. Um, I would say what drives me is the fact that I honestly, uh, with all of my heart, I am scared for the eternal state of people who believe they're Christians and you know, God, salvation belongs to the Lord. How can I know who's Christians and not? But the fruit of people's lives just do not seem very Christian. I And that's what started driving me when I first spoke out against sort of like this sort of um, apostasy with a lot of Christian leaders we were seeing. They were leaving the faith and they were making these, hey, I've been a Christian for 30 years. I was a pastor. I'm leaving the faith. I don't believe in Christ anymore. I spoke out about that because I am genuinely shocked. I am genuinely shocked of the apostasy of the church in America and in the West, to be frank, um, saying things that are so clearly unbiblical. And when you push and you put and you start asking people questions, it seems like they're saying things that are unbiblical for the purpose of reaching more people for Christ, which just doesn't make sense. The truth will set you free. Lies don't set people free. Lukewarm Christianity doesn't set people free. The final thing is, is that we have gotten to a point that I personally believe that if the church would just be the church and live in holiness and reject the ways of the world, I actually think the entire country would turn around. I think we would see revival. I think that the whole country would recognize that the light of Christ shine so bright in the darkness that they would be drawn to it. Let me give you an example. If you look at the amount, the percentages of people in churches who watch pornography, they're not all that much different than the world. Yet when I come out and say something about pornography, I'll get people saying, you're not speaking with grace. Everybody sins, blah, blah, blah. We have to make a, a stand against pornography. I don't, I can't believe I have to say this. It's insane. So if you look at the, at the percentages of people in the church who have been divorced, they're not all that different than the world. You can go down the list and what we'll find is that, yeah, the world is super dark. It's a, Dr. Michael Brown is a Christian apologist. He says this all the time. I'm not shocked at the darkness. I'm shocked that there is no light. What is the church doing? That's why I speak out about this, frankly. And I don't want to be, I'm not saying this to be arrogant or the angry young man, I just mean it with all my heart. I also speak out because I am so saddened at the lack of Christian leaders, pastors, who will not make plain statements. And I think they're leading people in a bad, bad direction. And I actually think that it's going to destroy the nation. And that's not about loving America. That's about the fact that, my gosh, what's going to replace America? If we actually do revolt against America and we have this secular revolution towards utopia, what's going to replace it? Because it doesn't look too pretty right now. I mean, right now you're in danger of, of losing your job if you say the wrong thing on Twitter. You know, if you misgender somebody, you might lose your job. Um, if you look up and what happened in Canada, in Canada they have laws against, um, what do you call it? Like if you have a parent that won't like affirm their child's you know, gender transition or something like that. There are 
there are legal consequences to some of these things. So we're one step away from that happening in America. So what happens if they win? Freedom of speech is gone. Freedom to assemble is gone. Freedom of religion is gone. We may be free to believe in Christ in our hearts, but we won't be able to say it publicly without ramifications. That's the reason I'm so loud about it. Brilliant. Thank you. Um, my second question is, what would you say to someone who feels that they should make a similar stand um, as you have, but who feels afraid to do so? Oh, I would first of all say, I feel you. I did not want to be doing this. I just I just wanted to be a rock singer, man. <laughs> I just want to sing my music, you know, and tell people Jesus loves you, man. That's all that I wanted to do. The world has changed and we have finally reached a point. I remember growing, let me tell you this real quick. I remember growing up and reading Jesus's words. Remember when Jesus told his apostles, don't be surprised when the world hates you. They hate you because they hated me first. It's not you they hate, it's me. That's going to happen. Blessed is the, the who is persecuted and lied about for my name's sake. I would read that and I would be like, I don't really know if that's true in America. I mean, we're not persecuted for our faith in America. People don't hate me because I live for Jesus. They might think I'm a goody-goody. They might be like, oh, he's one of those church people, whatever. He's ruining the good time. But they don't actually hate me. Well, that's changed. In the 2020s, the words of Jesus are relevant for us. People are going to hate you. That's just the way it is. And so I would just encourage people. I'm not saying they need to go online and start yelling at people or making some social media stand, even if it's only in your your relationships with friends. You're going to have to have conversations about why you believe what you believe, because the truth is we're now in a time when our non-Christian friends believe that we are unjust. And so they are accusing people like me and like you of not, they're like, I thought you were the Christian Jesus cared about the poor, so why aren't you marching for BLM? I, I got this so much in 2020 when I was speaking out against like these riots and stuff. Um, and by the way, I always said, if you're a Christian that wants to march with BLM, I have grace for you because I think you're probably doing it because you truly believe it's for racial justice. I'm just giving my opinion. I never said people were wrong for it. Just saying, I'm a nice guy. But the point is, is that people say, John, I thought you were the Christian. How come you're against racial justice? And it forces me to explain to them that their worldview is actually not just. And guess what? They might hate me after that, but that's, you're going to have to take that piece of you that wants the world to think that you're a nice person and put it to death. Those days are over. Thank you. This is my question brilliantly. Cheers, mate. Thank you. Pure 24-7 Radio is listener supported, which means we are free, online and always pure because of the generous support of our listeners. If you would like to contribute financially, please visit pure247radio.org. If you'd like to find out how we use your money, please visit the Our Cost section. Any donation of any size will help keep us on air and broadcasting for free. Thank you.